Stop. He say that I'm good enough. Don't yeah. my yeah. Think about shit that I shouldn't know. Uh. So I tell him it's one of me. He making fun of me. Uh. His girl is a bum to me. Uh. Like that boy is a cap. Saying he home, but I know where he at. Like, but he blowing her back. Think about me, cause he know that it's fat. Damn. And it been what it been. Holding his phone like he'll send me a pin. Ducking my shit, cause he know what I'm on. But when he hit me, I'm not gonna respond. But I don't sleep enough without you. And I can't eat enough without you. If you don't speak, this got me red through. Don't like sneaky shit that you do. Welcome, uh, welcome, hold up, hold welcome. Up, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Jamie Foxx is out here fighting for his life. You gonna play that shit? <laughs> Say that one more time. While my man is J Jamie Foxx is fighting for his life, you gonna play that bullshit? But was that or was that not a vibe? <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. Was that or was that not a vibe? It was not. It was not. Man, let's get right into it because you got it's haters all around, but it wasn't, it was a that was a game, dog. That this playoff series has to go down in history and probably blend one of the top playoff, most competitive playoff series we've seen recently. How how you feel about that? Hey man. Bro, honestly, I'm gonna give the full story. I didn't I wasn't watching the game, and then I turned on the game that Fourth, second quarter, when it's a halftime, then uh, when fourth quarter was going on, my wife asked me to run to the store. I literally went to the store, rushing back. Bro, it was three seconds on the clock. Jimmy Butler was shooting free throws when I walked back in the house. My wife is literally on her toes on the edge of the couch. looking like, man, where the fuck you been at? And I got to see that last, like, from the free throw to the fucking score, to the putback. That was amazing. That was amazing, bro. That was a great, great moment to me in fucking my fandom of the NBA. Why like, would you say that? Because did you not, were you not aware of like the struggles that Jimmy was having throughout the entire game or did that not matter to you at all? Because like I've been saying, I've always, I'm taking Jimmy Butler over Jason Tatum in the fourth quarter any day. That's why I'm betting my money. Mm hmm Bro, I don't I just feel like Jimmy Butler, he's a clutch player. And if you know if people don't see Jimmy as clutch this point, bro, I really don't know what to tell him. I thought that shit, Jimmy's Jimmy, bro. I thought he had it locked in. I thought he was locked in. I thought the defense was gonna be on point for the last possession. Which they was, bro. They contested that shot by Marcus Smart greatly. Cause look at you, like going back and looking at this play, bro. Cause I was so upset. Cause I I was sitting there like, why did they give up on that last play? But they really didn't give up. Cause you can they see you can, you can see that like in the um last possession, bam right here, he's mm -hmm. guarding. He's he's posting. He's clearing out the paint from Jalen Brown while keeping the eye on White. With Struce just lost track of, and it just it just ended bad. They didn't give, yeah, bro. Like they were literally playing to the last fucking clock, and they just won the basketball game, bro. That was beautiful. That was not giving up by the Celtics. 
He didn't give up on the game when he saw that missed shot. He went for the putback. That was but, great. But it was that. before then. It wasn't he, – he didn't give up on the game before the putback. It wasn't just – I know, but I'm saying when you see that missed shot and you know it was our last attempt, he could have fucking threw his hands in the air and been mad. He went up for that, bro. That was amazing, bro. That was amazing. I am still in awe of that. I don't know how nobody right. can be. What 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 I think the momentum shift is I'm still a hater to this day because he left the Atlanta Hawks. But the Al Horford block on Bam. I've I've said this previously before this game, game six even happened. I said Bam has to be aggressive on the offensive end for them to win this game. And I don't think he was as I think he was efficient. I think he was good. He played a good game. But he isn't the aggressive player that they need for them to win this series. And he needed to show up in game seven. Yeah, it's going to be a 50-point game for two different people in game seven, man. 50 for who? It's going to be a 50 for Tatum and a 50 for Butler. Bruh, stop. 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 Tatum, if if he isn't scoring that 50 in the first three quarters, bruh, it's like, bruh, stop. Like, all right, all right, bro. Hey, hey you keep saying you keep saying no right. high scoring game, bro. I'm telling you that Jimmy and fucking Tatum are gonna come out there and they're gonna understand the situation that they need. To Ooh, go. when when has Jason Tatum stepped up in the fourth quarter? I wish we would finally acknowledge this. When have he stepped up in the first quarter? They just came back from three zero. 3-0. His team has given him a chance. Team. We're talking about okay, two players okay. right now. Okay, okay. I'm saying his no, no, team no. has two given players. him a shot to come back and redeem themselves in a game seven. He is going to come and he is going to prove to you and the doubters that he is the superstar that y'all think he is not. He's going what, to show that he is that bucket. What player What player and what number does he constantly try to embrace? What, what player and number does he constantly try to embrace? You already know the goat code. Did we have to wait on Kobe the Bean Bryant to step up, or are we giving him grace because this is something that we haven't seen in a long time from somebody that might come back from a 3 0? It's already written. The Heat is winning game seven. It's already written. Like, I don't even know why it took this long, but it's already been written. Yeah, bro. I really don't know what happened with the Heat. Uh, what the fuck has happened with the Heat? I just think it's just been basketball plays. Like, all the games haven't been, like, no far blowouts, even when they was up 3-0. You can, make that, you can make that argument when you're talking about the Lakers and the Nuggets. I know, but I'm saying, like, the Heat has – they went up 3-0. I don't see how they couldn't just get one more win. And now we're at a game seven. I don't get it. I don't. Because they're a solid team. They stay consistently through the playoffs. They don't change – like they change up defenses, but they're not changing up how they're being productive on the offensive side. I don't see how they have not got that win yet, bro. So you aren't one of the ones that's blaming um, Robinson for taking those open threes like that. You're not. You're not blaming him. No, he should be taking them shots. And why is that? Because that's our formula of how we win. Our open players, our shot. Who, if you get the green light, you're supposed to take the shot, or the coach will be mad at you. You have the green light. Now you're not believing in yourself. Now we have another another conversation on our hands because you don't believe in your shot. 
he should continue to believe in that shot if he is our three-point shooter. That's what I'm glad you at least acknowledge that because people are so headstrong on those shots that he missed, but the shots that he made was the reason they was coming back in the fourth quarter in that game. And people are so short-sighted and forget that. That's how they came back initially. They just didn't come back with this three that Jimmy got fouled on by or Horford. They came back because of Duncan Robinson's shot-making ability. Yep. Yep, man. Hey, I am fucking excited. Sports have been giving me so much in these last couple of months, these last couple of days even that. First with this, well, with the Heat game, and then also with the news that we get from the fucking boxing community. Man, 147 is about to go down, bro. What news are you talking about? I'm talking about the news you've been waiting for for the longest, bro, since I probably got to Virginia. You already know that. Errol Spence versus, what's your boy name? Um, I forget his name. Don't so, disrespect the, all right, so, so, so we're going to put up, crawl, we're gonna put crawler, up this. Crawler? Uh, no, we're going to put up this top pound for pound boxing ah. list currently. Currently. Let's go. Let's go. So, currently. How are you feeling about this pound for pound list? Man, I love it. I love it. I don't care. I don't I didn't think Lomo was on it. He is. Oh, I didn't not so it's two. So it's two. So it's two current pound for pound lists. One, the one you see on your left is a is a most likely a fan generated, but the one on the right is the yeah, most official by ringside. Yep. So how are you feeling, bro? Bro, I, I like it honestly. I have no no hate for it. So I who have, is Josh uh, Taylor? That's what we need to really buckle down to. Because how is he light heavyweight? He's about to fight uh, in his top pound for pound division, and they're keep disrespecting. They're keep disrespecting the Gypsy Ooh. King. I get you, bro, but they got put me on game. I'm just saying, put me on game so I can better understand why they disrespecting the Jets. I was wait, what a what a Usha boy. Uh, he had a heavyweight. Hmm, he not even on there. All right, I get you. I do believe Tyson Fury should be up there. I do believe he should be up there, but there's other heavyweights that should be up there before. Uh, who, bro? U L Y S Z. I don't know how to say that nigga name, but he is. Usyk, bro. Usyk, Usyk. Yeah, the boy got all the belts, bro. He is a dog. He has beat everybody. He has beat everybody, bro. He has beat right. everybody except Tyson Fury. They just haven't fought yet. They've been trying to get that fight. But that's what I'm saying. How can you say the narrative that he's beat everybody when he hasn't beat everybody? Bro, his resume is better than Tyson Fury's. That's that. That's just like saying, oh, when when Anthony Joshua was on that terror, he didn't fight the main people that people wanted to see. So All we're right. just gonna get. So we're just gonna give him the best in the division when he hasn't fought the best. Come Bro, on, now. you gotta watch the division to see it. The boy is the best in the division. I do think Tyson Fury would give him a fight, but I don't know if Tyson Fury coming out on top of that. I don't see anybody else beating Tyson Fury. 
You don't see anybody beating Tyson Fury or Usyk? The Usyk. I don't know how you say the nigga name, but Usyk. I don't see nobody beating that nigga. But Tyson Fury. Are you, are you serious? Mm-hmm. Bro. But who you got in the Spencer Crawford fight, man? You already know who I got. Terrence Crawford, and it's not even going to be a... Y'all got to understand. Y'all got to understand. Yeah. The fight game... <laughs> <laughs> What are you laughing at at the beginning? No, nah, no. Nah, as soon as you started off with the fight game, let me hear it. Go ahead. Talk your shit. From what we should have known, the fight game is more political than anything, right? And by that argument alone, Earl Spence will win the fight because he's younger and he's more marketable. Correct. Here the fuck we go, man. Come but, on. But I don't think Terrence Crawford is going to allow the voters. Hear what I'm saying? I don't think he's going to allow the cars or the fan perception dictate who wins this fight. I think he's going to show very clearly why he went in this fight. And everybody is doubting him right now. It's kind of odd to me. Nope, bro. He is the favorite in Vegas right now. Favorite from who? You can say favorite in, in Vegas. You can say favorite in Vegas all you want. Who do the people want to win this fight? Bro, when you look at the boxing community, what they have been saying, they have all been calling Crawford the top dog for this fight. No, they have not. The yes, only, the fuck they have. The only flaw they have been giving, the only flaw they have been giving Earl Spence is the car accident. But all of them clearly state that Earl Spence is a way better fighter, way better technician than Bud Crawford. The disrespect is real, bro. I've been not, seeing it. I've been seeing it since the fight been called. Bro, I have not heard anybody say that Spence was a better technician than Crawford. Than Crawford. Who the fuck said that? Bro. A better our technician? Our poll said that. Our poll said right. that. Bro, everybody in the boxing community has Crawford winning this. Who? We're well, not everybody. You know, like Charlo, the fucking twin. He rocks with Spence. Bro, I think it's going to be a great fight. I got Spence coming out on top, either by decision or late stoppage. Uh, I got Spence. I got Spence, bro. Why do you have him? Like, what? you're not giving me any reason to have Earl Spence. Bro, I just... When I watched the, him on ESPN, the announcement that they did with uh, Stephen A, with Stephen a um, when they both first released their videos, it's, he's going about it with a confidence. So they both are great fighters. And it's hard for me to even pick who I think I'll win. But I feel like he is like, I finally, like he is happy that he got his fight. Like, he is happy that he got his fight. It's a level of confidence to him. So why, so why did it take so long? It's the contracts, bro. They really want their contracts to say the right thing. They want to come in with the contracts that they want. I don't know exactly what they both were looking for in the contracts, but they finally got the contract to say what they wanted for this, make this fight happen, and they, they got it, bro. But I feel like he is covered in with the confidence that he is happy that he got his fight, and I'm excited to see the show that he puts on. My money is on him, bro. I think he coming out with that victory. Okay, so you said a whole bunch of nothing and didn't really explain why you have winning that fight. Confidence. So I'm going to 
put you on a little understanding of why I have Terrence Bud Crawford winning this fight. Right. Bud, the homegrown Nebraskan Knight. <laughs> Alright, here we go. The do, end, do the promo. Do the promo. It's not really a promo. It's just, first of all, just look at the appearance of both fighters. One fighter is just pretty much dogging. Just, just look at these highlights right now. The dog in a certain style of fighter, this is probably the best year to actually begin this fight. If he would have waited probably three or four years later, it may have ended on a bit of a bit of a downturn for him. But him taking this fight right now and him not fighting in a minute because both of them was waiting on this fight is going to prove, prove that Terrence Bud Crawford is the better fighter and why Everybody in the boxing world still had him so high in the pound for pound. It didn't matter if he fought one year, two year, or if he fought consistently. They always had him in the top pound for pound. We're going to disagree on this because I think that matters. I think when you're number one, I feel like you should have – I think you should be fighting. And everybody ain't going to agree with that. I think you should be fighting, and you should be out there. You should be fucking defending your title. You should be showing them why you're number one consistently. I like how Canelo does it. I like how Tyson Fury does it. They fight often, bro. I like the fighters who are fighting often. They're getting out there. They make, they're making the fights. When you're fighting often, you're not leaving anything on the table of why is he fighting him? Why is he fighting him? Because I am consistently fighting all these motherfuckers. I'm putting everybody head on the line. So I feel like them top dogs should be fighting more often. I, I say that to fucking Crawford and Smith. I know Spence was saying he wasn't fighting no more until he got this fight. And he didn't need no tune-up. But I like when these top dogs are fighting often. But how are you going to say that, but you have the argument of saying Spence is the better fighter? But you just said what you just said. Let me understand that, bro. I don't, I don't get it. No, I'm. you were just saying, even when he's not fighting often, they still put him on these pound-for-pound lists. And I'm saying that I like my top dogs on these pound-for-pound lists to be fighting. I like them to be fighting. Spence being the better fighter, it's not about the frequency of their fights. I think Spence is the better fighter. I think Spence is going to go out there and show all of y'all that that accident didn't stop nothing. But y'all you're not. Saying, you're not. Left give, left you're left not. Left. I'm giving it to you right now. I don't. When that fight goes, y'all going. Everybody going to stop talking about that left eye. A Spence, the car accident, his retina, all that shit. He's going to show y'all why he is the top dog. Okay, Paul's right there. Paul's the right power there. Artist, you just said bro. you just said people are going to stop talking about that eye, right? Yeah. But then he he just fought before that. He fought before and after the accident. Why are people still bringing up the eye if he already fought and won and and so called proved that the eye wasn't a factor? Why is it a factor now, even though he fought after the accident? Because the level of opponent is Crawford, bro. Who else in the division is going to be? Danny uh, Garcia wasn't a scrub. What, what? What are you? What are we talking about? Crawford, bro. Crawford, the power, bro. Danny Garcia was not a scrub. I'm not saying he was. A That's scrub. why his face got messed up like that, and people was concerned about the eye because Danny Garcia was not a scrub. Bro, I'm saying Crawford is hitting harder. 
them straight punches, how, where he comes from with his punches, it's all power, bro. That's why people are gonna continue to bring up that red that that odd twenty four seven. Look how he destroyed Sean Porter. Porter. Just look, bro. Sean Porter was on the back end. I don't care. Sean Porter was on the back end. What about when Earl fought him? It was. I don't know, bro. Sean Porter is still a champion, champion, bro. I love Sean. But you just dissed him and said he was on the back end. So now we taking up. That's not a diss. That is the reality of it. Sean Porter is on the back end of his career. What are you talking about? Okay, so now we taking a peek of why people think Earl is just so amazing. And I can't admit his his fight ability is smooth, kind of like Shakur's is. A bigger body, but he give me that same style of finesse that I think I can see why people actually like. But the opponents, like who who were they actually? Who? He fought Danny. He fought Sean. He fought all these people that you can name, bro. What are you saying? What are you saying, bro? I'm saying I don't understand the disrespect toward Terrence Bud Crawford. Bro, it's not disrespect to say that you think somebody else is going to win the fight. It is disrespect when you have the person that's top pound for pound and you're saying, oh, they're going to lose this fight. That's just like going back to the Devin Haney fight we covered over when, oh, he's going to lose this fight. Um, No, he wasn't. What? What did you say to me? Like, we all, we all disrespect the... We all disrespect the fighters that deserve to be a favor until they get beaten. But we always have this complex of we want to see one of the greats fall because we love an underdog story. Why can't we let a great be a great? Why can't why can't we let try to stop trying to change the narrative before the fights even happen? Why nah, can't see, we just see, have now a you building an agenda that doesn't even cut it with me? Because I have never Counting on a great falling. Like, I love to see my greats succeed. Even though I'm not a Lakers fan, I waited for LeBron and them to make it to the finals because of the story behind it, the great succeeding. I love my great succeeding. But when you're talking about fighting and you're talking about this competition going up between Earl Spitz and Terrence Crawford, I am going to pick my dog in the fight, and it is Terrence Crawford. There is not me saying that I want to see the great fail, but I have because a loss is not a failure. A loss is not a failure. That puts them in position to come back because they have signed the rematch agreement. They have already did that. A loss isn't a failure pre-boxing. We're talking about the Ali's, the Hitman Hearns, or Tommy Hagler's, like the people that fought previously when the fighters was all fighting. Ever since post-Floyd era, a loss is a failure. That's why we haven't saw the fights that we wanted to saw Earlier in their careers. So Manny Pacquiao is a failure. <sighs> Manny Pacquiao is a failure. I don't want to play this card, but I have to since you brought up his name. In different communities, right? Bring it. It's most African-American fighters only get the props from their communities when they're winning, i.e., 
Adrian Broner. It doesn't matter if you're liked or disliked. If you're not a champion, if you aren't winning, how many people love? I remember, I remember when I worked in the club, and that that was the first night Deontay Wilder was going against what they tried to call this white boy at the time. Everybody was betting on Deontay Wilder that first fight. After he lost to Tyson Fury, they didn't they didn't look at the bronze bomber the same. He is the hardest puncher in boxing. And people still don't look at him the same because he took that L. Our community doesn't hold fighters and give them that prestige like the Philippines do a Manny Pacquiao, like the Hispanic community does a Canelo Alvarez. That's why our fighters can't lose, and it's sad, but it's true. Yeah, I mean, I can't knock you on that. I can't disagree with that. Um, but it's still the same, bro. Sean Porter isn't a failure to nobody. Fucking Pernell Whitaker is. It don't mean they're failures. And in this fight, if one of them lose, it's not a failure, bro. It's not a failure. They gonna get back up. They gonna have that second fight. Oh yeah, that up. Uh, it's the trilogy is is pretty much guaranteed. They did give us that at least. Nah, it's only guaranteed if they could if they could do a one for one pull. You get me? No. What do you mean? If say Spence wins his first fight, the only way the trilogy is guaranteed is if Terrence Crawford comes back and wins that second fight. Oh, I know that, but I'm saying if that happens. Like yeah. we're gonna get more than one fight is what I'm saying. They're oh, yeah. not gonna fight. They're not gonna fight three times if one of them wins two times in a row. That's not. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be a beautiful, bro. I'm telling you, I I love it. I love that they did that rematch agreement, bro. It that was everything. Do you think they did it because this is this might be the last big payday for one of the fighters if they lose? Because if. Because say if they didn't do this rematch agreement, that really just proves my point when they both know if one of them lose this fight, they're going to be looked at not in that same esteem as they did before. That's what makes nah, sense. Nah, so I disagree right there. If Earl Spence How can you fight, disagree? I, I, motherfucker, I'm about to tell you. If How Earl can Spence, you disagree? Stop talking. Stop running at the mouth and let me tell you. Because How if Earl can you Spence disagree loses, when you disagree? If Earl Spence loses, it will be different for him. They will start saying they won't give him the same highlights because he's 28 and 0. But if Terrence Crawford loses at 39 and 0, it doesn't matter, bro. He will still he can still get another big payday. I'm telling you. He, I'm telling you, he can still get another big payday. He will be 39 and 1. Nobody will hold fault to that. You're not explaining. He's that. more established, bro. His okay. record is more established. But you just you just tried to diss him talking about the opponents that they fought. Right or wrong? Yeah. So how is he more established just because he has more fights? I'm just I'm trying to get I'm trying to understand your argument. I, I feel like I'm bringing it down good enough. But you're not he has, though. You watch all of these boxing critiques, but you can't really validate your argument. That's what I'm trying to get at. You really can't. Motherfucker, it's my argument. It's my opinion on the boxing match. But you can't break it down. You can't you need to you can't break so you're basically trying to give everybody meat, right? 
some some of these some of our viewers right now that's checking in right now they need some milk they need something to suck on they need something to go down smooth so why can't you do that why that's why i don't feel like certain people are stronger their arguments because they can't explain it all right so they, listen to this you can't give me you can't break down why you think terence crawford is going to win in no type of I way Cameron. no you cannot because you're not going to tell me nothing but your feelings and emotions to it. You're going to say, oh, I feel like he I'm not going to I'm not going to tell you anything. How you go? You can't be responsible for my opinion. You can't you can't assume anything. I will. I'm literally showing so understand you why. what you said. You can't assume anything. But then as it's my opinion, I'm going to give you that motherfucker. I am telling you that I am taking Earl Spence in this fight and I am willing to bet you however much, my man own this fight because as you look at it but you are see you terrence though? crawford for some reason and i think it's because social media got your head souped up and i think that you love you watch a lot of old heads about boxing so i'm gonna let you and them old heads have y'all opinion but i want you to put your money on the table about it all I right will. how much right, how much how much you betting some mountain dew how much you want to bet let's, let's let's bet a buck fifty All right. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm ready. Who, who are you betting on, though? Earl the motherfucking the true Spence. So this is my reasoning on why I think Terrence Crawford is going to win this fight. And it's strictly... Well, we got a deal, baby. We got a deal, right? Yes, it's strictly on health reasons. Mm, I don't I believe... I, I swear to God. I, I just do not believe that Spence ribs and his eye is going to be able to withstand the punishment Terrence is going to inflict on him. And we've constantly, and I don't want people to get this wrong because we've seen this trend of body shots taking fighters out. But this may be another, this may, I don't think he's going to get taken out by a body shot. What is going to inflict so much pain that when he gets knocked out, because I don't know why fighters aren't knocking these fighters, like these championship matches, nobody's knocking each other out anymore. But just, call, it, call it today. Earl Spence will get that first knockout, and it will do a dent on his, dent on his confidence. All right. I love that. Who you think hit harder, Earl Spence or Terrence Crawford? Um, before the accident, Spence, but now Crawford. I'm I'm gonna I'm not biased like you. Right, bro, my money is on the table. I am betting you because I love your confidence in this whole matter. I love it. The ignorance that you have behind you and all of it. I fucking love it. You getting cooked? It's gonna be easy. I'm gonna be Facetime you the whole time while this shit is on my TV because I want you to understand how bad. This fight is gonna be. So I'm ignorant because you don't know boxing. Okay. All right. Hey. Hey, I'm excited now. I like I like to see your money on the table. That's the most beautiful thing for me, man. I like to see a motherfucker about to be broke, have some money come up out of their pockets for me. <laughs> I like that. So is there any closer marks you have for this fight? Let me Send me my money on time, nigga. Send me my money on time. You know what's up.
So you is know. that all you have? That's all I have, bro. I wanted to hear you say you was going to make that bet. You said it over text, but I wanted it on air. So when we come back after this fight, the fans can say, pay that man. They can tell you to give me my money. Okay. So I'm going to end this very loud and very clear. So the reason I have Terrence Bud Crocker knocking out Earl Spence is it due to multiple of reasons? Feelings outside of it, no hard feelings, but Earl, I just think you took this fight too early. From what I've seen in that Danny Garcia fight, spoke volumes on the confidence of a fighter feeling like he isn't himself anymore. Like you can go on ESPN, you can go on million dollars worth of game, Brexit Club, and try to hype up your skills to where you're where you think you are. But just like a man taking Viagra, just like a man taking Cialis, if they don't feel confident like they used to, they're not going to be able to perform. And that just is what's the episode million dollars worth of game just released uh today? Who was on there? Um I didn't watch it but it was Terrence Crawford. Oh, yeah. All right, go ahead. So I got a, I got a little thing for you, bro, because I know this may be a big issue. This is going into baseball. You may not be aware of it, but every time the Braves play this team, it's a big it's a big turnaround, right? Every time. Yeah. yeah. They are literally on the other side of the coast. But if you go to a Braves versus this team game, they're they're stacked. I don't know if it's because of the playoffs loss we had with them, but they're stacked. Have you seen this recently? Dodgers apologize and reverses ban of drag group sisters of prenuptial indulgence. From LGBTQ plus Pride Night following backlash. What the fuck is this shit? What the fuck? Um, it's just MLB base- baseball acknowledging the wrongdoings that they recently had, trying to out a side of the community that supports baseball as well. Bro, going into this statement, <laughs> going into this statement. You brought up the Braves. <laughs> what's, just funny about, what's funny about World Series champion oh. 2021 Braves? Are you just giving light to the the gay culture in Atlanta? No, I'm not. I'm just trying to spit a little relatability of why I've known the type of community that comes out to Braves to to Dodgers games. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, they could do whatever the fuck they want. They're a billion-dollar fucking franchise. If they want to support the LGBTQ community, let them niggas do what they going to no, do. No, it's not, it's not about what they want. It was asking you how do you feel about it. I feel like this shit is an agenda base. Anytime, bro, if you're going to do some good in the world, if you feel like you're doing good, and it's really just for doing good in your eyes. 
then do that shit. But when you start making it a headline, reaching out to the media to cover it, bro, you just doing this shit to pander. Um, is all pandering wrong, or what are you trying to say? I'm saying this shit right here is weird. How is it weird? If if you if you're always on the forefront of supporting black everything black, what is the difference? Because I'm always on the forefront of black supporting everything black. So you won't see no change in my tone of going another direction. If the Braves, what I am literally, bro, I'm clearly saying this shit. I'm saying if the Braves felt a certain type of way and then they wanted to make right or to change their point of view on it, they should have did it with that community and then let that community come out and say, we have squashed it so they have allowed us back in. But with the Braves dropping this, look, the rainbow hat and saying we are back, we're back, LGBTQ Pride Night, all this shit, it kind of makes it sound like they're trying to right wrongs and get another group to come back in and spend money on them. They're not really doing it with the intentions of, oh, we probably hurt feelings. It's most likely a fucking money grab. That's why it's weird to me because are you doing this to make that group feel good? Or to say we apologize to y'all, or y'all doing this just to bring that money back in. That's what makes the shit weird. It's pandering. You're not doing this out of the good intentions. You're doing this because, oh, this is how we keep ourselves above the fucking, the bullshit that's going on. Okay, so, so do you feel like, how can I put this? So do you feel like, do you feel like, is there any way that MLB or sports organizations in whole can embrace your community and make you feel empowered? Black people? No, the the LGBTQ. <laughs> I saw you try to slide like that was my community. <laughs> I saw that, but tried, tried. you tried that shit. I couldn't hold it in. <laughs> you, you tried that shit. <laughs> Lee, I could not hold that in. Dang. I got to get better. I, I The camera not even on. I couldn't even keep a poker face. I could keep it. But no, do you feel like, do you feel like money grabs Do you feel like money grabs is wrong, bro? At the end of the day, I do. Cause we all trying to scale. Like even with our show, we're we're trying to scale. Like we first get our uh, first monetized paycheck, like it's going. Uh, it's going. Be- I'm gonna tell you right now, bro. Money grabs on a certain degree is that shit is heinous to me forever for the rest of my life. I don't care what you say. Like when these companies put out these, the Black Lives Matters T-shirts. Or they went and they blacked out their motherfucking Twitter uh, fucking IVs or they fucking um, Instagram photos. That shit was all according to me. I don't like none of that shit, bro. That shit is straight. You don't fuck with me. Like, when I see that type of shit, like celebrities making videos like, Black Lives Matter, stop killing us. Or LGBTQ rights or rights of all. Like, I feel like that shit. Sounds like you're a hater. You take it how you want to. I'm telling you how I feel in my heart. I feel like that's the corniest shit in the world because you're doing shit 
for a following. You're doing shit for yourself. You're not doing nothing to actually help people or to actually show people how to properly support other, each other in the world. You're doing it for yourself. I don't care what you got to say about what's going on in these communities unless you're out here in these communities trying to make a difference. Don't tell me Black Lives Matter and you never donated a dollar to a Boys and Girls Club or an outreach program to actually get black kids off the street or insurance policies to help black kids stay alive. You're just saying this shit at the most convenient time. Don't tell me that this shit is important to you when you never show the importance in none of your actions. So I always feel like that shit is heinous and it, it shouldn't be done, bro. Mm. How do you feel about it? How do I feel about what? Your question you just asked me. Um, The reason I think this question is so prevalent right now is because of, it's been recent reports that BLM, Black Lives Matter, has been reported not to, has been stealing money, basically. And I still remember, like, around the pandemic time, how... I thought I wore, I didn't know what it stood for or anything. All I saw was the initials Black Lives Matter, right? Like, we didn't know too much when it first came out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's when the protests and everything was happening. We didn't know who ran it. We didn't know who backed it. We didn't know who funded it. We didn't know where the money was going. We just saw Black Lives. It was like, oh, okay, let's rock it. And I think it's all getting put in this same bubble to where either the conservative side or the people that supported the community didn't feel like they got what they wanted out of it and felt like people stole and lied from them that it's a revolution going on. Because how how in the world did all of this exposed thing, like they're exposing them for buying so much real estate with the, with the donation money? Or how are all these things coming out now when it was been going on? Bro, man, you. So, what do you think? What do you think, bro? What are your opinions? Like, do you think this is ever good? I think that it keeps the communities that wanted that start off wanting to help a certain community. I think this keeps them honest. Say whatever. Whatever thing that they want to support, keep it honest rather than stealing and creating Ponzi schemes. So I think the backlash can always keep a company, keep a business honest because eventually the dirt is going to come out. And then you're just going to end up losing everything in the end. Yeah. I hear you. Hey. That's your opinion, my boy. <laughs> How you have nothing to say? <laughs> because that's your opinion, bro. You feel like it, it keeps the business honest, the backlash. I feel like if you're just a morally good person, bro, if you stick by your morals, at the end of the day, backlash and nothing really matters. As long as you're doing shit the right way. Um, people gonna always feel some type of way. I could... 
we could look at our comments and somebody probably commenting right now why I say nigga so much. Or why we why you say that either, but we just do yeah, it. You get me? So like backlash gonna always be there. People gonna always have an opinion and they gonna feel like they got the right to voice their opinion and shit. Do your thing. But at the end of the day, bro, as long as you you living by some code that you see just or you living by some code that you not harming others and you just bro. I don't know how else to put it, bro. I live trying to make fucking my life right by God. And I don't know how most of these people live nowadays, bro. Do you, do you feel that, honestly, listen to me right quick. From from you always talking about criticizing from other people, do you ever feel like that um, you're never not, well, good enough? He said I'm good enough. I'm not good Think about shit that I shouldn't So I tell him it's one of me. He making fun of me. His girl is above me. Like that boy is a cap. Saying he home, but I know where he at. Like, but he blowing her back. Think about me, cause he know that it's fun. And it been what it been. Pulling his phone like he'll send me a pin. Ducking my shit, cause he know what I'm on. But when he hit me, I'm not gonna respond. But I don't sleep enough without you. And I can't eat enough without you. If you don't speak, this got me right through. Don't like sneaky shit that you do. <laughs> you just went away. I just muted myself, bro. Like I just, just fucking muted the mic. You're fucking annoying, dude. Tell me uh, that's not a vibe. It's not, bro. I swear to you, I would never. I would, so did you just get no a new Ice Spice song, bro? No, <laughs> no, no. You know what no. song talking about? No, I don't. Literally, don't know what song you talk about at all. Ice Spice and Taylor Swift collab. Here we go. All right. <laughs> all right. What the fuck is Taylor Swift collabing with Ice Spice? Huh? Why? What do you mean? <sighs> you. For you to grow up on Nicki Minaj, you making that statement is wild, Loki. If you ever, we will end this show permanently. If you ever in your life compare Ice Spice to Nicki Minaj, did I compare Ice Spice? To I don't know, no, no, no. If we're talking about Ice Spice, you better not never bring up Nicki Minaj again. But do not I disrespect her. Do not disrespect no fucking Nicki. I'm not disrespecting Nicki, but I'm saying for you to grow up on Nicki Minaj, how can you not not want to, I don't want to say approve this coming, but how can you not be for this collab? We grew up on Nicki getting on those pop songs and doing her thing. Spitting. Nikki has always been a supreme fucking spitter, nigga. Throw bars out of this world since the moment we heard her. 
They don't come like that. And don't come. I, like I can that. give you my honest review on it, right? So I tried to listen to it, right? Because from Nikki getting on the song with Ice Spice Diana remix and a couple other songs she had, she had she got some she got some cool little songs. I ain't gonna lie. All right, cooler songs don't put you in a category to be like, why aren't you okay with this when Nikki was doing pop songs? Nikki has straight mixtape after mixtape of fucking straight heat, nigga. But I'm trying, you're not trying to, you're not getting what I'm, you're not trying to see what I'm putting at. Uh, all right, come on. Ice Spice basically grew up on who? I don't fucking know. <laughs> she's, she's, She's grew up in a gener. We've all grown up in a generation under Nikki, bro. Like, if we How look, old is at Ice huh? How old is she? She's like probably 23, 24. So she didn't grow up on Nikki, bro. You, you're you, fucking nuts if you think that's growing up on Nikki. I'm not talking about she's sitting there growing up like the old heads did Jay Z and Nas, bro. I'm bro, talking bro, about like, literally Nikki, Nikki was dropped. That was us growing up on Nicki. That's, we, that's not man. what I meant, bro. You got to understand, Nicki Minaj was literally the only female rapper that was getting any type of recognition for at least eight years. Straight. No, she was not. I swear to God, nigga. And how big was you? Bro, don't do this right now. I am not trying to get riled up. How many I awards? How They was basically naming best female hip-hop artists the Nicki Minaj award. Every, yes, time they, nigga. every time they announced that award, Nicki Minaj female, was getting that award. But war. they couldn't get on her level, bro. You had the Lola Monroe's and shit like that, bro, literally spinning. Who? But Nicki had the game in a chokehold, bro. So she, so that's all you saw. If all and, I see is Tom Brady, how can no, I, how can, how the can I give you one quarterback Bro, I'm saying she wasn't the only one. She just fucking put him in a chokehold that the other bitches couldn't do shit because Nikki was too good. So you're you're describing somebody that's into hip hop. When I listen to Ice Spice music, I don't get lyrical. I don't get into hip hop. I get pop. What's so pop don't it? talk about her in the aspect of she how even she spoke about it. Even how big. I don't care what she says. Don't talk about it like. Oh, how could you not get the same feeling when Nikki did this for us? Because Nikki was a hip-hop goat, nigga. From the, when Nikki was fighting to be in the top 10 of rappers from the moment, nigga. What is Ice Spice fighting for, nigga? She don't want to be that rapper. She probably already stuck on the pop shit. Nikki was on the bars, bro. You didn't, under, you didn't let me finish my point. No, because that was a stupid point. I don't give a fuck about the point. Don't compare anything she's doing to what Nikki did, bro. If you actually heard the Ice Spice and Taylor Swift record, you can literally hear how Ice Spice is trying to flow like Nikki did, like she did um, like pills and potions back in the It just did not hit the way that it should have. And yeah. the only reason I played that Pink Panthers record in the beginning and this Ice Spice Taylor Swift collab isn't going to do much on the charts is because it isn't organic. And that is the downside. Her team is doing an amazing job, but you can obviously tell that these girls, like the girl earlier I showed, they look like they hang out. They look like they make, they make music in the studio and go hang out later on that night. This Taylor Swift record with Ice Spice, it just wasn't organic. And that's why music is dying. 
That's why. Bro, listen to me, man. I hear you. But never do that again, bro. You understand me, bro? You don't even like Nicki Minaj like that. Because anytime... Bro, Anytime we talk about nothing that I don't like Nicki Minaj like that, nigga. Do you remember when the platforms finally got that mixtape and me and you was fucking messaging back and forth the bars or so? Nigga, you know how I am. Don't do that, bro. Don't do that. Only reason I'm saying that is because what you don't understand, bro, is the way you're reacting. Uh, this nigga is not like you don't even bring up Nikki in any hip hop conversations that we have. Your first is always Rhapsody, or but now all of a sudden you're a big Nikki fan. Stop, bro. We always talk about current hip hop artists. Nikki always... isn't current, huh? Nikki Minaj isn't current. That's what you're saying right now, bro. When we literally talk about hip hop and we say, Who do we like right now? That is who will be listening to on a regular basis right now from the new people. And I tell you, and I tell you, Nikki is not one of them. She is not new. She came out and when? 2008? 2007-ish? Bro, like, no. that's She is not new. Nikki is a fucking legend in the game now. So are you saying that because she isn't new or because... I'm pretty sure you still listen to J. Cole. Yeah. And did you not hear that Summer Rocker verse that he gave? Oh, my God. My heart. My heart. Yes, I heard. I heard okay, it. so since early, I'm going to bring up something to you. Is that not pandering because we love him? Is that not pandering, though? I don't think that is. Did you hear the verse? Yes, I heard the verse. Did you hear the song? Yes, I heard it, bro. <laughs> But that's not pandering. No, that's not pandering, bro. It's literally, <sighs> bro. I'm just asking the question. Niggas get a, niggas get a hold of a word, bro, and they put it in a chokehold. You said you brought it up. You brought <laughs> up the word. Just because one thing is pandering doesn't mean everything is, bro. The same thing that when we had War Duel on the show, bro, and niggas start saying pandering, and they put they put shit in a chokehold, bro. Listen, bro. She asked for a verse. So he made the verse about her situation. It is on her album. How the fuck would that be? You want a verse from me for your album. I'm going to give you a verse about you and your situation. That's pandering, bro. Uh, it depends on uh, what's said in the verse. Like you said, huh? But so, okay. So, if if a person is talking about a certain person's situation, right? Yeah. You're the main one that always talking about holding someone accountable for the decisions they make. Uh, so, if, they, if someone constantly make... And no, am I off? Like, tell, tell me if I'm off. Okay. So, if someone constantly make decisions that you wouldn't want your daughter or your children to do. Oh, 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 wait. I see where you're going. Nah, so look. I'm just saying. You're right. You're right. No, 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 bro. You're right. You're right. All right, so in that aspect, she, (laughs) I think, like, when I heard the verse, I was like, that's a beautiful verse, right? 
I don't think it's pandering because he didn't say that you're in a right or anything like that. It's just like, damn, like, it's crazy what you're going through. But look, if bro was on there talking about, like, you're in the right, fuck them niggas, whatever, uh, it would have been different. But nah, she, I don't really know the decisions that she make, whatever. All of them, I know, like, the tattoo and all that shit, like, South Side on the beat, all that shit. But yeah, I get you, bro. I get you on that, but. I don't know, right? That shit just ain't got nothing to do with me. What she got going on with all them niggas? Uh, I think can we can we can we get a little bit, bro? I'm sorry. Is it, we is he's a great, <laughs> bro. Yes. Can we get a little bit, bro? Like, uh, where were you at when you first heard this? Right there, in my living you said what we was playing chess we had just dropped the kids off to school me and my wife was playing chess being the baby and uh i think what how did i find out y'all instagram i saw it before we had came downstairs so i was just like i'm gonna turn this on while we play while i cook her up in chess real quick she beat me that game though i ain't gonna lie to you uh-huh. and we listened to it yeah Hey, Miss Walker, thank you for wanting the verse for me. Apologies for the wait. Sometimes it's hard to get to the street. When I heard him say, Thanks for wanting a verse from me, right? If you, if anybody out there that went to Dreamville Fest recently when Summer Walker came out, and you probably seen the pictures where he rented out the Dave and Busters and they was playing and all that, yeah, that was the first thought that came in my mind was like, this song was probably built off the connection while she was probably pregnant, going through her situation, like the reason why she felt comfortable to come because she's, I guess, she don't really like performing like that, but she was comfortable with coming to his festival like though like wrapping all of that around in my head i was like that's why verses like this is so important and i try to tell stan fans of word doing stuff i get drake so big now but as i age i appreciate just subtle lyrics like this i don't need the hippity rabbity hop hop all the time but subtle bars like this that that you can dissect and break down yeah. And you know the person's life with it. I, I I appreciate that. Yes, thank you. Yep. Tractions are far you. Full enough time to jot your thoughts. But fuck it, this morning I got you. I'm thinking about you. I heard you just had your another little baby. Congratulations. I hope you got through it with no complications. I find it amazing the way that you juggle your kids, the biz, the fame, the bitches that's hating. They sit around waiting for you to fall off like the album I'm making. But I- that verse right there, bro. That I know you've been out the scene, but I can tell you right now, like dating these women out here, bro. They always beefing with their friends. <laughs> like, see, that's that's why this verse hit so. Di- you probably did. I'm gonna break it down for you. The whole the whole verse hit different because I'm getting grown now. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And when he said the bees that be hating, I'm like. Bro, if you've been around a girl 
Like they can literally, you will see them post up to each other. Oh, this my sister, this, that, and that. But they will come home later that day and talk about how that girl was hating on them or how she trying to be like them. Yeah, throwing shade at them or whatever. But y'all was just sisters. You're crazy, bro. <laughs> you <laughs> laughing, but I'm telling the truth. I don't know why girls go through that shit, bro. I really be confused by it. Like, how do y'all beef with your friends? You're supposed to be people who hold you down. But I hope you can take a little time for yourself. Still in a moment or two to unwind between the hectic sounds of your precious baby crying. Do you clear your mind? Must be a lot going on. Hear than all of your songs. Niggas been doing your wrong. Family been doing your wrong. On days you feeling like you on your own. I wrote this for you to put on. And even him acknowledging, talking about taking a little time for yourself, your family doing you wrong, your niggas doing you wrong. This just put more emphasis on why they don't take accountability. Because I didn't see one person say, but dog, I was, I didn't make it easy for them either. Family or person with me. I didn't make it easy for them. Even though I was going through a lot at the time, or I didn't appreciate how that person was treating me, I didn't make it easy for him to be nice to. You didn't have a woman ever say that to you? Like what apologize do you for not doing her part? Yes, and that I still feel it to this day. We're not going to go into it, but it felt good. I would say that. It did feel good. Yeah, that shit feels amazing. But you don't understand it until, because when you don't have it happen to you, you don't think that it's possible. But when it's when it happens to you, like the real wise men appreciate it and let it keep going on in that moment. But some people that probably can be in my situation or others don't appreciate it until you look back and be like, oh, I remember when this happened. Oh, I didn't acknowledge it then. So it's always different, different for different people. Yeah. But Cole kept spitting. Thank you for sharing your light, your voice, and writing the beautiful poems. Session 32, bring me to tears. Be getting choked up when I hear it. Seems like I keep crying off so much since the nigga had these kids. And, I and that verse right there, bro. I don't think people... Bar, nigga. Stop saying that verse after he say bar. Nigga, stop doing that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Stop doing that, bro. That bar, bar, correct me. That bar right there. I don't think people, even if it don't matter how the situation turns out, I don't think I've ever been this emotional in my life. And the only people that know that I can get emotional, it takes one thing to get me emotional. Think you crying right now? Cold was spitting, bro. Are you we're break, we're breaking down these bars right now. I'm asking you a question, bro. Are you crying? Um, no, I'm not. But I feel I feel it every time I hear. I feel it. I do it. I can't acknowledge that. That's why I said only one thing can get me emotional. All right, bro. I got you. Go ahead. But me being open to bars, I was never like this growing up. But now I can listening to Atlanta hip hop, and it wasn't much to be open to. Go ahead. I don't know what it is that made me so sensitive. 
more than I already was. But never mind that, I'm back. I'm sending you this little audio hug. And hopes that you smile for getting the stress that piles from all the above. The more that we hurt, the harder we love. As soon as it's gone, we gotta re-up. It's just like a drug. If people knew half of the pressure, they know that it's hard to be her. I'm sending you scissors and Ari, my love. Y'all holding us down. Y'all holding the crowns. You ever need something from me? Don't hesitate, please. Just hit me and I'll be around. I'm gone. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, bro. Bro, he, bro, I just don't see it, bro. I just don't see it, bro. I love these rappers, bro. I love, like, I love the Drakes. Well, I'm just talking about Drake, but I just don't see how he's ahead of Cole, bro. I get. I try to. I'm the wrong person to have that argument with because I don't see it either. <laughs> like, I get it, bro. It's like it's like when 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 they when they're in the stands, right? Or he's performing. He's gonna perform his hits, right? But zero to a hundred, real quick, don't hit. <laughs> don't hit. I get that. How much is sold and all. Bro, it just do not hit. Hey, like, bro, I'm right. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I'm a Drake fan, bro. I'm a Drake fan, so don't get me wrong. But I be finding with a lot of these Drake stands, this how I be feeling about them. It's niggas who never was outside. They never lived. They never had fun. They never got to see a bunch of bitches do whatever that they ever imagined, right? So then they hear the Drake stories or the Drake songs. They start living vicariously through him. <laughs> that's, that's it becomes a personality, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it becomes a part of them. And I just don't see it, bro. Like I I look I listen to Drake bars, I'm like, uh Drake Cole. Drake is literally top three. But it's just I don't see how they put him so far over the other two. I just don't see it, bro. And it'd be like fanboying over his lifestyle to me. J. Cole is like, he literally, he has to be over Drake because of this, the way his music, if you're, the way the music just aging with us, actually, we bro, have, that, have this conversation. Saying, bro. That's what I'm saying, bro. I like the lifestyle raps. It doesn't matter about like it's just the the list like you zero to a hundred like we I'm not going back to that like I'm just not bro, of lifestyle raps like shit that it fit into the lifestyle you was going through or that you're you're in or back then or now or whatever but bro the the party rap like all that it's only it's a, in the moment. Like, we're back outside, boys. But don't get me wrong, because even going back to some of Drake's previous work, he has the catalog that you can go back to. Yeah. But that he just didn't, he didn't go that route to make that type of style of music. Yeah, bro. I, I don't know, bro. I like the lifestyle rap. That's just a me type dude. I like to hear about the lifestyle people live it. Like, um, when it makes sense to me, like one of my favorite Kendrick lines on a new album, like that led into the song was, 
Taking my baby to school, then I prayed for it. Cause you bitches ain't never been cool writing testaments. Painkillers put me in the loo. This is definite. Universal shit, I'm in the cool. That's celebrities will not mean integrity, you fool. I'm a good man. Shake your hand, firm grip. But like that shit was like, I'm living this shit. Like I'm actually going through this. Like I battled with alcoholism and then yeah, like food that I prayed for. And then like all this shit, bro. Like it was just like it made sense to me. That shit meant something to me. You get me? Yes. Oh, like, I mean, I do though. I do though, motherfucker. But that shit, Drake boy, Drake fans. I understand them, bro. I listen to them when they talk. I do understand them niggas because because they're I, gonna bring up numbers, and that's something you can't refute. At the end of the day, oh yes, you can. You know why? Because it's a lot of corny motherfuckers. In this world. <laughs> It's a lot of corny motherfuckers. So corny motherfuckers like corny shit, twenty four seven. But look, but look, right? But look, numbers don't lie. He get it. If the money is what you want to get to, the money is what you want to get to. Get to that shit, my nigga. They don't. You can't. You can't. That's not something you can just negate. And that's why I can. That's why it's hard to have that argument with them, but it's not. It's not hard to have them that argument with older heads because of Jay Z. Yeah. Because if you give that, if you give that same argument to old heads about Jay Z, and why, why they, why we feel like Jay Z. I mean, why we feel like J Cole is over Drake. They will actually be willing to hear you if you bring up Jay Z, because Jay Z wasn't a better performer than DMX. All of them will admit that he wasn't most popular at that time, but the music related to them. Yeah, it was all fucking drug dealers. And at the end of the day, who is Drake? Like, you can say he put on. But he's really getting on the record and making that pop, and then that's it. Yeah, J Cole is building something. Like you, he, he even came on stage talking about how OVO Fest was um so much bigger. I mean, he did it before like Dreamville Fest. That can be true, but anybody that can go to Dreamville Fest will tell you that it's a family feel, and I think that's why I appreciate Cole. And I hate for the artists like a Smino or Deontay Hitchcock that won't get that same acclaim because fans aren't gravitating to them like we did Cole or Kendrick. Yeah, bros. I do think that we held on tight to our generation and we're going to forever love it. And I just get so much out of listening to Cole Kendrick. And a few other names that when they drop, I always gravitate towards them. Lupe and all that, but bro, I don't know. Hip hop means so much to me. Without without the extra shit, hip hop means so much to me. But look, my boy, we're not about to watch all this shit, all these performances. Now you just going into the bag of the stuff you've been wanting to look at. <laughs> <laughs> so look. Thank you. We got to do this again probably on Wednesday or some shit, bro. I know you busy with your work schedule, but we got to do this shit again, bro. Yeah. Just send, me, just send me what you want to talk about 
We got to talk about Game 7, bro. I kind of want to do a live stream, like us commentating it. But we'll talk You want to do a live stream? Yeah, while we're watching. not Maybe not even just commentary why it's going on. You get me? That just, that just, you taking, you're taking it because, because even, even when you talked about taking this serious, I'm, I don't, under, I don't think like, I don't, I really like this, this, this is my personal belief. I don't think that you probably understand what taking this seriously entails. But if you talking about transitioning out and starting a new career, I would I would say that is good that you're doing it before then rather than figuring out before you just get out completely. No doubt. All right, nigga. Uh, like I was saying, I'm gonna call you. And we- okay. Yeah, I mean, you say you go live stream. We gonna see. That's that's gonna be funny. But all right, bet. All right, bro. This is different ranks, people. Call Man. me when you need some love. Don't call me though. That's weird. All I'm right. Really- <laughs> <laughs>